What up, y'all? It's your boy 1080G, and this is the Unfocused and Focused Podcast, episode 14, man. Tasha, he locked in now, man. He, he just a part of the podcast now. It's hosted by 1080G and Tasha. We in here once again. How you feeling, man? Excellent. Say, how you, bro? I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great. Good to see you again. Likewise, likewise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Just like the last few weeks or, or the last few months, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. So, how you feeling about this this year as far as the presidency and, um, you know, just all these different campaigns? I, I, don't, I ain't even going to lie to you. <laughs> They've been talking about the protesting and COVID so much that I don't know who's running for nothing. I mean, outside of Trump yeah. and Biden, <laughs> what else is going on? I mean, like, 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 I, like I said before, as far as the voting is concerned, man, like, honestly, I feel like effective voting really starts on a local level, you know? So we, we can't really get too caught up in the hype as far as the presidency, because last time I checked, I don't care who was in office as far as presidencies are concerned, black people still struggle. You know what I'm saying? Black people still had the issues that we're still talking about right now. So I don't think that whoever's in office is gonna make a difference as far as that's concerned, but on a local level, on a local level, as far as who you have that represents you and who you have into these certain positions or whatnot within your neighborhood, within your city, your you know, your town or whatnot, I feel like that's where the biggest change lies for the most part. Um when it comes to when it comes to Biden and, and, and Trump, man, you talking about two clowns. <laughs> oh, that 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 you got one that's representing you know Republicans, the other one's Democratic, but at the same breath, two clowns at the end of the day that don't have my interest nor your interest at heart. They just simply want to get the, the get the black vote so they can stay in office. That's why Biden said that dumb shit about you ain't black if you are uh, you if you're not voting for Biden you ain't black. Like that was the most ignorant shit you could say. Yeah. Thinking, thinking that that's gonna really help your situation as far as you know getting the black vote. Nah, bro. That's that 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 right there took him two steps back, whether he realized it or not. As crazy as it sounded when Joe Biden made the comment. A lot of people are gonna vote for him just cause they feel like it's the black thing to do cause it's not the black thing to do to vote for Trump. You know, it's like, and, and when, you, when you talk about it like that, it's almost that kind of Candace Owens type of thing. People get mad at her, but some of the things she says is like that real, like honest truth that people don't really wanna hear. A lot of stuff she says is crazy. She be wilding for the most part, but you know, when Joe Biden made that comment, people were really offended. But people are gonna vote for him because, because of, it's yeah, the black because, thing. Because, because, because it's not Trump. The only person I'm trying to vote for right now is the person that's trying to pass his reparations bill, man. Who's supposed to pass it? Like, how did how did that even come about? Well, I know Bob Johnson pretty much proposed the reparations bill where he felt like as far as what we went through in regards to slavery and so forth, that it would be appropriate for us to receive like 14 trillion collectively, which means separately 357,000 for, for each black person in America. Yeah. So you're talking about- they A say lot of rims, <laughs> a lot of gold teeth. 
Good afternoon. I'm Chuck Taylor. Frank Dobson died last night in his sleep. Our top story, as we all know, Congress recently approved paying over a trillion dollars to African Americans as reparations for slavery. Well, today, the first checks were sent out. Wendy Mullen is standing by live in Queens with more. Wendy? Thanks, Chuck. We're standing here in front of the Olympic liquor store in Queens where scores of African Americans have been lined up for hours. I would give me some <laughs> to go to. And 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 too. As we look at, look at white wealth, they didn't really work for that. That came from the backs yeah, of, right. of someone else. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to hear people say, I need to stop being lazy and all this other shit. Like, you come on, you know better than that. You and I both know that we don't get the same opportunities as they do. Exactly. And, you know, it's not an excuse by no means because I'm not looking for a handout. I'm not looking for your sympathy or, or none of that. I'm just looking for a fair shot and a fair opportunity just like everyone else. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking to this real estate agent. And she was shedding some light on the fact that um, back in the day that you had a white person and a, and a black person going to the bank, they might have had the same qualifications, yeah. you know, to get a loan, trying to get some property. But they just wouldn't give the black people money. Yeah. You know, so right. whether you had money or didn't have money, you wasn't getting the opportunities that the white people was getting. Right. You know, so now it's a little different. But I don't know that that reparations bill, that would change a lot. The the, the power structure would change and, and we would be able to start some of them communities like we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Um you know, like how they got with Jeju and all that in Duluth. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I really want to see. I want to see areas where we don't even have to shop other places. And, and I see a lot of that right now. You yeah. know, even with, thank God I'm focused, it's a lot of black people shopping with me right now. Yeah. You know, and, and I've always got support, but I see it's definitely... Now more than ever, you know, right? It's, yeah. it's definitely hyped up a little bit, and I see a lot of people on the social media sharing each other's businesses, right. buy black, buy black. Mm -hmm. But um, that would be dope if we had more money and we kept that money within our communities. You know, that that would that would change a lot. I would Absolutely. love to see that. Yeah. You know, so we, we trying to get somebody that's running to pass a, res a reparations bill um, and then I heard people talking about a hate crime bill, too, which I feel like it, it revolves around stuff like George Floyd and, and a lot of the things that happened to black people just for no reason. You know, George Floyd, Amar Arbery, those can be put in the hate crime category. And then you, even with all that going on in the, in the protests, and you, you still see it, um, people getting ran over. Why are they protesting? Black people getting ran over by people that are uh, claiming to be KKK people and, and part of the organization. They killing us while we, we out marching, peacefully marching. Man, listen, it, 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 it all revolves to this at the end of the day. They don't respect nothing but money and violence. Money and violence, though, that's it. You either hit Girl, why are they so they talk about us being violent black on black crime that's a big thing but but that's I mean black black on black crime is a big thing white on white crime is a, a big thing whatever the race it's is crazy look, people in the world yeah period. like you're gonna no matter what the whatever no matter what the group is you're gonna find more of 
that black on black, white on white type crimes more than anything else. That's just a given. You see what I'm saying? But I feel like honestly, okay, black people kill other black people, other races kill other races, right. whatever. But white people, they seem to kill the most people at one time. Period. Like, like, and that's the thing. Like, you, you you're talking about a country that has been pretty much conditioned. Like this is just business as usual. The, the things that are going that we're having to deal with right about now, man, this shit has been going on for hundreds of years at this point. This so, is yeah, they're killing hundreds and thousands of slaves all the time. And then yeah, you know, you got these these bombers, these unibombers that just go out kamikaze style, just blow blow themselves up and blow the whole building up at the same time, type shit. Oh, they, man, they going into the schools, shooting up the schools. You don't hear a lot about black Man, people. Black people don't do that. That's not what we do because we're not a violent people. Number one, we only, as far as violence is concerned, we just react to the violence that has been put on us. That's how we get down. That's our whole take. Yeah, black people are really prideful, you know. So no matter what the race is, especially if you're my brother, like, right, bro, you owe me twenty dollars, bro. Yeah. You know you owe me twenty dollars. Yeah. Next, you know they didn't pull the guns out. And damn, now I'm locked up for life, you know, and, and I feel like a lot of these people, they regret making these decisions, but, you know, black people just don't like to be disrespected, especially, especially by their own brother. I don't condone the black on black violence, but at the end of the day, like you said, I, I feel like if we was to break down the numbers, white people yeah, man. Are, are a lot more violent. It's, it's evident, man, like... <laughs> Look at the protests from from back in the day, back in the sixties and fifties. Like they were literally like beating beating people up in the the cities. Yeah, that's, that's a real thing. Yeah, story. Yeah, like, like yeah, like this is real. Like these these are real facts. Like, like you, they had the hoses on yeah, full blast. You had dogs biting dogs. dogs biting and attacking people. All types of stuff, man. Then like you know in, in those rural areas, you have KKK come through and. Run people out of neighborhoods, burning houses and just all types of violence, make the man uh, of the house come out and they torture him or whatever the case may be. Or they take the woman and they rape her. It's been so many, so many acts of violence that they have bestowed upon us over the years. They should be afraid that collectively black people have not been like, you know what? Fuck this. We about to kill all you motherfuckers, and, and not not to you know sound violent or nothing, but they should be happy that people have not gotten to that space yet. Even with everything that is going on with us, black people still seem to be so forgiving when it comes to people doing us wrong, no matter what. Man, I didn't. I had in the last few weeks, I ain't seen so many black people hugging cops and white people. Like we forgiven on, on another level, you know what I'm saying? And that's really. We, we ain't got too much choice a lot of times because we in a position as far as the power structure where we we want peace because you we got to go to work. You, you my boss. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the, the, that's the thing, though. Like, how much do you have to take before enough is enough? Like, when when, when does it stop? When do you like like I, I, remember, I think I heard uh, Shannon Sharp. I seen something with Shannon Sharp was saying, how many times do I got to keep turning my cheek? And he made a good point. Like, how many times do we got to keep turning our cheek or walking the other way or walking away from the issue or not, you know, retaliating back? How many times do we have to be the bigger person before this, this shit comes to an end? Because obviously that ain't been working for us. Turning the other cheek has not been working for us at all. So 
about this whole defunding the cops thing, is that going to possibly, like, promote what you're talking about right now? Like, you're talking about people not turning the cheek and, and retaliating and, and, and black people just, like, turning up or, or kicking up dust, as you would say. Um, defunding the cops, like, what, what, what type of impact could that have? Because I, I see that's a thing now. Like, I've seen a few police departments that have uh, had funds taken from them and I'm not sure how how that's going to impact them. I mean, honestly, I don't. I feel like the the funding has been kind of imbalanced in the first place. Like I've heard, and I don't know how true this is, but I've heard like in Atlanta alone, the budget for the police department is like 200 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money, bro. That's a lot of money for what? Like for what? Man, they they got a lot of bullets, a lot of guns. <laughs> A lot of armor, like, Man, like but I mean, I'm sure that's stuff. I know you 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 carry, so you tell me how much is you know getting a, a thing of bullets and and all that. That, that costs money, right? That shit costs. Like that 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 shit does cost. They gonna, it's not like they necessarily using the bullets. They. Going to the gun range and just wasting them, right? <laughs> <laughs> just straight wasting them. Wasting them, man. them. But, but I, yeah. I don't know. Defunding the cops. I'm just wondering, is it going to get to a point where? I need the cops, you know, and I call them. And, but that's and the they thing, call though. Disconnect. <laughs> but it's the thing, though. You call the cops now, you at risk of losing your life. Honestly, so it's like you know that the, the, the police are supposed to be to serve and protect. But it's like you're kind of like chancing it by calling the cops these days. Now I must admit this: just last week, I had got pulled over for making an illegal turn. I was on my calm shit though. I didn't, you Did know. You pull your phone out. Of course, I had my phone out, but yeah, of course, he didn't know I, you know, had it recording or whatever, just to make sure, just in case this shit went left. You so know what I'm saying? That's the thing now. If you get pulled over, you you have you to, gotta, you, you have to, pull your phone or out. call somebody one, or have somebody have, or have somebody on the phone while you're getting pulled over. And I mean, now, I'm glad I ain't see you on World Stars. Nah, man. I mean, because I had just, I seen some dude spazzing. Oh yeah, he, but he made a good point though. Everything he said, yeah. he, and the cop was just looking there, looking, looking stupid, stupid <laughs> looking stupid. Yeah, I mean, because he made a good point. Because he's like, yo, you, the, the, your first reaction is just to pull out a fucking gun on me. Like, bro, like, and oh, then for tail light, like, yeah. a tail light or something. Yeah, but then you got these cats that go killing several people in churches and shit like that, but you want to bring them in peacefully. But us, they, they, they haven't committed any type of crime of that nature. You go up in the, in the precinct, bust it up. The point that I was making was, as far as me getting pulled over and nothing really happening was, sometimes you got to know how to just shut the fuck up, like I was saying before. Sometimes you just got to know how to shut up, man. And, of course, because my drop, my, my license was, was legit, which I was happy about, I didn't have no issues, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, maybe about 10 years ago, I probably would have had issues had I got yeah. pulled with my, with my license, but I'm in a space where I didn't cause anything else to escalate any further because, number one, my shit was clean. Number two, I didn't spaz out when he came to the car because, I mean, ultimately, I was in the wrong. He could have gave me a ticket. He just gave me a warning, you know what I'm saying? So I say all that to say sometimes, man, we just got to we gotta use our discretion, man. We got we to gotta use our discernment in regards to when we do get approached by the police as far as how we react to it because it can go left, it can go right, but it really, I think, solely depends on how you react to the situation. How did I even feel just getting pulled over, like, in the midst of... My stomach dropped. I ain't gonna front. Like, my stomach dropped immediately. Even though, I mean, right now, it's almost like a good time to get pulled over because you're gonna have everybody on your back. 
The cops is going to get fired. <laughs> he made any wrong move. He, he getting fired. I mean, it wasn't always like that. You know, but, the cops I mean, was getting getting off on, on, on whatever they did. But now we holding them accountable yeah, for everything. Yeah. You know, now they digging in the files and finding stuff from back in the day. Like, we firing him. We firing him. We sending him to jail. He's out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like, when at what point do we stop being scared to just be pulled over by the cops? Never, yo. Like, Cause I, I was out earlier and I ain't had nothing wrong. With it. My license is good. Everything good. Steel shook. Yeah. I seen the cop in the rear view. He's all like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I went, and he's kind of sped up, you know, and I automatically. Thought something was wrong. I thought he was going to pull me over. But I guess that comes from maybe about eight years of not having a license. <laughs> that fear is still inside Man, of- that, that, that fear, like, even for me, even though I'm legit as far as my license being on point, man, I still catch that feeling. I still, that, it could just change your life. It could really change your life for the worse real quick. You just had to the store to grab some milk. Next thing you know, your whole life has changed. Like, I got pulled over one time. I didn't know that was going to just turn my whole life around. You know what I'm saying? Like, court fees and just years. Of, and and I will say that it was because of a, a, a DUI. It was a, you know, I was a little intoxicated. But just to say, I've had other situations where I ain't do nothing. And I still ended up in jail and and. I'm on the side of the road cleaning up trash. I'm like, bro, I ain't even do that, bro. I got 20 hours of community service, and and yeah, they took it off my record, but I shouldn't even be in this situation. My lawyer took my money. I'm like, bro, it's the best you can do. This is this is an open and shut case, bro. I, yeah. I, I, I promise you, bro. My first stint with the law was a situation where I didn't even do anything. Yeah, and just since then. You know, I just always had this, like, fear, you know. And then when you actually have something wrong, you ain't got your license or right. you got weed in the car. That, that's why you just got to be on a straight and narrow, <laughs> right? Because even yeah. when you ain't do nothing, clearly, you know, they going to find some type of reason. But I don't know. I feel like defunding the police and um, just all that's going on, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's changing things around. You see a lot of police officers that's, you know, expressing their love for black people. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I see stuff changing. I don't, I don't know. I, I, mean, I think there's a lot more work to do. Like you said, absolutely. we got to vote. We yeah. got to do a lot of, we got to be proactive. We can't just sit around and just wait for stuff. Absolutely. But, like we got, we, we, we got to, we got to hold ourselves accountable for anything. We need to police ourselves. We should be able to police ourselves. Like it, it should be a point in time where as far as in these neighborhoods, we police ourselves to a point where, we don't have to have some some guy that's not even familiar with this neighborhood that, that, that has no type of relation to the people yeah. within this community. He doesn't even have to come in, period, because we went ahead and nipped it in the bud. We handled the situation we ourselves. Like, I feel like it was like one of them old shows where they had like little groups like, what was the A-team with, with Mr. T? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wasn't yeah. he pulling up on people? Yeah, like, like, yo, what's going on? Like, yeah, that's that's what they were doing. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, some type of, like you was like you were saying uh, like two episodes ago as far as some type of, like, protective agency yeah. that kind of, you know, polices the police. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that kind of holds them accountable as well. I, I think it's going somebody going to put that together, man. Because I think that's a genius idea to put together 
the A team, you know what I'm saying? And they pull up. I think they just had like a van. Every time you pull up, they had the music. Because you, you need know? that, but you need that in every city, though. That's every the thing. City. Like that, that, that's something that needs to be like. Just like you have police in every city, in every town, or whatever. You need that same type of group within every like city. Some really, mm-hmm. really respected people in the community. Yeah. You know, it's always them OGs that, all right, y'all, y'all need to calm it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they listen. Little kids, young boys, they listen and go on about their business. Right. I think that would be dope. Yep. Nobody is going to have our interest at heart except us. We got to have our own interest at heart. Yeah, like, they, like we can't depend on these political parties to have our interest at hand. If you want the political parties to have your interest at hand, you got to, you got to, for one, put money in their pockets. That's the main thing. Like, I feel like that's why we can't get nothing done in our communities, because we don't invest in politicians. These other groups invest in their politicians and their interests are met because they put the money in these people's pockets to get them in the positions that they're in. We have yet to do that. So let me ask you, I was just thinking, like, you got somebody like Jay-Z who came from the streets. He was a hustler. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he's still a hustler. He didn't. Moved up the totem pole, he a, a billionaire. Yeah, you know what effect, what impact do you feel like politics uh, had on him and, and his rise, or do you think it was just him just having the uh, the intelligence and, and the hustle to to maneuver and, and make shit happen? Yeah, like I mean, man, when you when you're from a certain environment, man, like those those life rules that you learn. You can apply it to anything in life. And I pretty I feel like that's what he pretty much did, because this, this is another thing. too, And I'm glad you brought up Jay-Z. We got to stop trying to put celebrities into politics. We got to stop thinking when something happens. Oh, what does he think about it? Like, 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 you remember the joke that Dave Chappelle did about like Ja Rule? Like, like nobody wants to hear what Ja Rule thinks. Like, yo, like at the end of the day, I don't care. I don't care what the the, the rappers the sports figures, another, I don't yeah. care what they think, yo, because you don't have nothing to do with this. You know what I'm saying? And a no, lot I, of times, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I know a lot of times, a lot of these sports figures and celebrities are put into positions where they have to pretty much meet the self-interest of those that have put them in the positions they're in too. So they're going to say a bunch of wild shit and you're like, yo, huh, what? What, the, what, what are you talking about? Well, I, I definitely agree with you. I feel where you're coming from. I was more so speaking to Jay-Z in a sense where it's like he's an example of like I, I would be curious to know how much he voted, how much he got into politics mm-hmm. during his rise to being a billionaire. You know, I feel like it was just him being a hustler, knowing knowing how to maneuver. I'm sure he had to work under some white people at certain points, you know, you know, being in the in the, the music industry. Now he's more so doing his own thing from what I understand, but I just feel like like what you said, like, okay, you can vote this way or vote that way. But at the end of the day, you got to come up with a, a master plan and you got to put in action and, and, and put in work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we. Look, I think the the, uh, the problem with the black community, they're looking for a savior, man. Yeah, it's like you just sitting yeah. around watching the news like, all right, we're going to vote for this person. And then, okay, yeah, we might get these reparations. Right. We might get, you know, more money for minimum wage or... Yeah. You know, these different things that you you want to get spoon fed as opposed to 
whether Trump or whoever's in office, yeah. you can't tell me nothing. I'm going to still make it happen, right? right? I'm going to still get my bread. I'm going to still hustle and I'm going to figure it out. I'm not a political analyst or none of that, you know what I'm saying? But I do know at the end of the day, man, it's all about you taking care of you and you cannot depend on someone else to make things better for you. Stop looking for a savior, people. We got to stop looking for a savior. Save yourself. All right, so we're going to wrap it up right there, man. Save yourself. Stop depending on other people. Um, you know, if you want to vote, vote. Exercise that right. It's the lesser of two evils. But don't think this person is going to change your life, man. You got to change your life yourself. Um, but, yeah, that's it, man. It's your boy 1080G, Tastro, the Unfocused and Focused podcast, episode 14, and we signing out.